Well, frankly, I'm a little turned on, but um, <laughs> smooth jazz, smooth sound, smooth talk, smooth radio with Mike and Rob. What's that other thing from uh, that old comedy routine? It's like that that radio station that, that that did nothing at night but play love songs, and their entire purpose was to push lonely people to suicide. <laughs> oh, oh, um, the oh, what, the uh, it was like the Kevorkian superset. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just stick your head in oven love songs. Like, I love how, like, we just got the other episode posted. Wonder. Now uh, we got to start doing, we got to start doing more. It'll, it'll make it seem like we just, we just, you know, we're doing more, even though it's old. <laughs> no one will know. It's not like we discuss current events or anything like that. You know, it's just. We do have to discuss that alien. Yeah, I'm kind of getting, like, I've become this weird, unofficial, like, source of information for my friends that are normal. Because it's like anything, because the world is getting so insane. It's like, okay, I was always known, you know, amongst my wide, vast circles of friends as, you know, it's like, oh, he's the crazy guy, you know? Like, he's the one who knows about the, you know, the weird, the, the high strangeness and all that. He knows, you know, he knows that that's his thing. And it's like every day now I'm getting like, emails and messages from friends like oh my god aliens oh my god what does this mean like 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 literally i i can't imagine fox Mulder's email looked any different than mine does at this point in time like it's (laughs) you are the Mulder now Uh, wait so does that make me your scully i'm like the foil you were supposed to be yeah you're supposed to keep me in check keep me honest (laughs) it's it is a full-time job keeping you in check I can't even keep me in check. My AI is run amok. I mean, I know it's very, very topical, but you know it's crossed the threshold when pictures that you send me of aliens show up on a on a random Simpsons shitpost group that I follow. But now I'm seeing that thing everywhere. Remember what I told you, though? It's like uh, a little while ago. It's like over the next uh, 18 months or so, we're going to start to see a lot of shit that we didn't expect, didn't think we'd ever see. And it's just going to be pushed into the mainstream in a big way. And this is, I'm guessing, part of that. I mean, it's a little too premature to really make that uh, claim, but this might be one of those. Mm -hmm. I, I love how just, I feel as though when it finally comes to light when they finally stop tiptoeing around the fact that aliens are real okay when they finally announce it it's just going to be like a series of press releases and it's just going to be so underwhelming that everyone is just going to be like wait didn't they didn't they already announce this well it's going to be like that for like okay like a lot of the people that kind of control that are still operating under that like oh if we release this it'll destroy society and then you know there's a lot a lot of younger people and even even some of the older ones involved in those circles that are like no one's going to care listen i'm i'm more concerned about the um the predatory interest on my student loans than i am about aliens walking amongst us what about uh, extraterrestrial predatory lending practices I mean, do they use dollars or do they use space credits? Space dollars. Uh, I believe it's gold-plated latinum, like in Deep Space Nine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
and they trade in the spice. <laughs> the spice. <laughs> no, it, it's just it's just becoming prevalent, like you said, like all this stuff just like slowly coming out. So every time I log into like like I'm, I don't know, like for some reason like my 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 home not my home page, but like I always find myself on like Yahoo.com still. Mm-hmm. I, I have no idea why. Um, but there's like every time now there's always at least like three or four articles from reputable sources talking about oh you know senate you know the senate is having this this you know hearing about um ufo announcements or you know they're they're more more information is coming out like they're having more discussions and i'm like jesus like i i I think they're like they're they're ripping the band-aid off way too slowly with this well that i mean that was always um kind of a big concern you know it's like too much too quick and then it's like you know how slow is this drip feed gonna go and you know it's just what was that news report from independence day like w- like didn't the news reporter have to tell people not to shoot guns at the ufos yeah. <laughs> he, he might inadvertently <laughs> trigger an interstellar war <laughs> like I, don't know, I just i just feel that uh you know i think we're beyond the point where people are gonna be that alarmed you know they're not going to be flying airplanes into it you know whatever is up there there was a thing a couple years ago where even the vatican put out a thing it's like oh if that exists it's fine we're cool with it you know it's like that's part of quote-unquote god's plan you know it's just well I mean, you know what the next step is after that right space religion space pope <laughs> <laughs> yes lizard space pope <laughs> brought to you by the space pope <laughs> uh, that would be fun but i don't think we're gonna get a space pope anytime soon so so what's the deal with these pictures coming out like you are like you just said like you you're you're the molder to this whole thing all right um the guy who uh brought all that forward was uh a guy named jaime musad if you saw him you would know who he was because you watched a lot of those uh shows with me back in the day and he was like the authority on that in mexico and it wasn't uh such as um there wasn't such a stigma surrounding the topic in mexico he actually hosted one of the most popular shows there for years uh when it came to like pretty much all things strange and he kind of brought these things uh what was it senate or congress in mexico and i don't think i don't know if i've seen these ones before today to be honest but i mean you had to you, you had to have seen them i mean at least the ones i'm seeing are the ones you sent me and I'm seeing them in other articles and announcements. Like those are the ones that, like the the, the one of them was like kind of like um, shifted, like its position. I think they're a little different than the other ones from before. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but so you said they're out of Mexico. Yeah, this is out of. Well, uh, I don't know if these were found in Mexico specifically, because they find a lot of these weird things um, all over the place. But I don't know about if they they were actually found in Mexico in this particular case. Again, I'm not even sure about if these are the ones that you know we had gone over before, but. They're about a couple feet high. Uh, you know, basically, you know, what you, whenever you say alien, people always think little tiny gray beings with the big head and the big eyes. And that's pretty much what these mummies look like. And uh, did you see the part about one of them having eggs inside of it? I always thought that aliens laid eggs. And uh, I learned something today. <laughs> oh my God. All right. So um, the. Uh, yeah, the third photo I sent you, if you look at the photos I sent you, there's uh, there's one of it in the case, one of it with the case, and the third one has, like, the, if you look at the bottom left, it's like a sort of a medical scan x-ray kind of dealy. And, uh, yeah, those things inside of it are supposed to be eggs. I don't, Again, I don't know how true that is, but... 
and again, there's there's lots of things these these things could be uh, besides you know space aliens. You know, it could be mutations. It could be just be you know some species we didn't know about yet. Because you know, there's they, they discover extinct species all the time. You know, new extinct species all the time, and even new current species all the time. You know, I mean, what's what's really awesome is that we have an official website where we can post this stuff to for people to look at themselves. I'm not plugging if that's what you're trying to make me do. I'm not a shill. <laughs> I'm a shill, baby. I'm a shill. That, uh, that website is uh, deadmanonpodcast.com. Uh, hold on one second. I have to open this Starbucks double shot. <laughs> Always goes down smooth. Not sponsored by Starbucks. Uh, yet. Yet. <laughs> Yo, if you can get us a contact with Starbucks to sponsor this podcast. Oh, they're not. After that photo I put out of me injecting Starbucks back in the day. Yeah, I don't think you keen on doing anything for me. What do you mean? That's that that's that's a promotional ad for them. Not, not exactly the image they're trying to portray. You know, it's like they want to be like classy and upscale. And it's just like, oh, here's this guy like laying in a pile of empty cans shooting himself up. <laughs> Do you see Starbucks as upscale, or do you, or do you mean well, that's that, the image they that they're to trying to maintain? They try to maintain, yeah, yeah, mm. they try to maintain that image. I think that'd be a good segue into some obituaries. Is it mine? No. Oh, all right. Obituaries are a term for follow up. Oh, I thought you meant. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm pretty sure you're still alive. <laughs> Eh, kind of. I mean, you know. Vaguely, I'm, I'm a homunculus. <laughs> the homunculi. The homuncu Mike. <laughs> okay, so we have several items for the obituaries. Okay. I think the logical next jump would be uh, the website follow-up. I do want to touch on that a little bit. Because, like I said, it's live. There are, there's, you know, we can start inputting uh, blog posts. I did make bios for us. Did you see your bio, by the way? I made yours. No, no, no. I don't like reading about no? myself. Okay, well, we're going to... Don't, don't, don't do it. Don't. No, no, no. I don't oh, want... Come no, on. No, no, please don't. I, I, I hate myself. I don't want to hear about me. See, see, this is where I'm going to do a screen share because you need to see yours because it is imperative for... Your reaction. Uh, here we go. Oh, God. <laughs> We're going to get sued. Take that down. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad I didn't look at it before. <laughs> Can, you want to tell the listeners what it is that you're seeing? God forbid if we have to change this. I can't imagine why we would need to change this, you know? Hold on, hold on. I got to... Uh, hold on, I'm not getting the whole thing. I can't read it because in the screen share, it's so condensed. Uh, oh, here we go. <laughs> foil. Hey. Yeah, foil. <laughs> Fucking sore. <laughs> So uh, so yeah so I made you a bio. <laughs> we're get, we're getting sued. <laughs> we're here. So, 
Oh, we're so sued. We're, we're so low on on the spectrum of being noticed. Yeah, we talked about that le- on the last thing. We couldn't even get COVID banned when I was, you know, talking about all that shit back then that I didn't know it was a crime against hey, humanity hey, to say. Hey, like, <laughs> podcast is still very, very new. Could happen. So, uh, for for the listeners, Mike's bio, uh, his picture, because, you know, there will be no pictures of him on any website. Um, here's so to remain anonymous. I, I don't really, honestly, I don't care that much anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I don't uh, care that much anymore. We get a whole yeah. bunch of pictures. Of that. Uh, it is uh, what's it? What's the name? Zorg. It was yeah, Zorg. Right? Zorg. Yeah, from Fifth yeah. Element. From Fifth Element. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I, I'll give you that. that Thank was, you. I that was Thank unexpected. You. I. <laughs> You're like, oh, I don't want to read about me. Oh, why would I write anything about you? <laughs> I'm looking out for your best interest. You know, you like to keep a low profile usually. But you said it in a really hurtful way. <laughs> Why would I write anything about you? <laughs> Why'd I waste my time with anything about you? Evil, it's not like we've it's evil not, it's and not, spiteful. It's not, like, it's not like we've been doing a podcast for over a year together. Why would I do anything with you? Jesus. Wasn't it supposed to be a record before I died originally or something? <laughs> um I mean what it, it, it kind of started in that kind of vein. I mean, I think the entire premise has been kind of lost. Like the the original premise was about us talking about I don't know the ten year gap of our lives, mm. and it really does just, just become whatever it is that we want to talk about. Now we rely on chaos because everyone plots against us. So yeah, so um, very happy that we finally have an actual just flat out domain. Like it's not at like Podbean or anything. It is just deadmanonpodcast.com. Uh, we have all of our episodes that are that are posted up posted up there. Uh, you can you know leave comments, leave reviews. Um, you could tell us to you know off for all you want. Uh, I would appreciate it if you didn't do that. I'm Not very very sensitive. I will take that to heart. Why? Um, Not everyone's gonna like us. As a matter of fact, I've said I've said time and time again to people that listen to me. I was like, if if more than fifty percent of anyone listening to us approves of me at any given time i i consider what we're doing a failure i mean i was really just saying that for dramatic flair oh, I, I i really i thought care. you really cared okay no 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 uh please if someone told me to you know fuck off that'd be uh that'd be one of the nicest things people have said to me that oh you know what that, that's a good question what has been the meanest thing anyone has ever said to you about you See, for me, that's difficult because there's all these weird stories about me that are like, you know, it, it goes through like, you know, people hear them like 30, 30 things down the line and they're like way worse than the actual event. Whether it's accurate or not. OK. What is the meanest thing someone has said directly to your face? Honestly, nothing comes to mind for me. I let I let everything roll off my back. Nothing phases me. I I didn't say that it impacted you. Well, no, I'm saying I just if, said if that it, it was if mean. it affected me, I would remember it. But you you really give me so little to go on at times. All right, check this out. All right, this was an insult said to me. Christ, I think it had to be at this point. Hmm. 18, maybe like 17, 18 years ago. Okay. 
Okay. I once had someone to say, someone say to me, so help anyone that gets to know you the way I know you because they would hate you the way I hate you. I'm like, wow, <laughs> that shit. Like, I don't remember if it's stung or not. I mean, being that I still remember it, it probably like it's obviously sat with me. But holy hell, like that that cut deep. Was this was it a significant other or was it just our mom? That was the speech you gave at your graduation party. (laughs) (laughs) She she always had a way with words. (laughs) She missed her calling. She should have been writing for Hallmark. Like... God, okay. I need a breather. Mercy. Got the vapors. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. Okay. Okay. I think I can make it through the rest of this episode. Well, while it sounds like something that would come fresh out of mom's mouth, uh, no, uh, that was said to me by, um, by a significant other that I was, uh, that I was seeing. We were, uh, we were on and off for about five years, you know, when things, I guess, inevitably came to their conclusion. I don't even know what sparked that, but yeah, that was, that was deep. Uh, funny enough that we're friends now, though. Like we're friends, you know, like we're real, like we're cool. We talk, um, you know, like we get on really well. Uh, I mean, you know, of course it took almost a decade to get to that point. Um, Funny how that happens. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, we're uh, we're cool now. Uh, I don't think she has any memory of saying that, though. I don't know. I'll have to, I'll have to ask her. I could text her. I'd be like, yo, uh, yo, Ann, what's uh, you remember this? Do you remember saying this? Curious now. Um <laughs> So you don't have anything like that that stands out? Not like that. Um, <laughs> you're like, no, man. Like, it's like, no wonder you're in therapy. <laughs> yeah, I'm the devil himself, and I haven't heard anything that bad. Like, Jesus. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's stuff out there. You could probably just call the wench, and she'd have a laundry list. I mean, honestly, there's nothing that anyone could say to me that I don't already think about myself, at least in some small way. Like, I know I'm intolerable in large doses. Like, I can't stand being around me for, like, more than 20 minutes. And I'm not trying. No, 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 no. No violin. Mike. No violin. No, no, we're not doing the violin. I I, I, I have no delusions about what I am. Let's just say that. Okay. (laughs) Um, I'm, I have to ask you know, the natural follow-up question to that, 
What are you? To be continued. Next topic. A pain in my ass. That's what you are. <laughs> so yeah, uh, give that some thought. Uh, for any any listeners, uh, leave a comment. Like I would love to hear. Yeah, you know, horrible stuff like, about me on the website. <laughs> <laughs> Not about you, dipwad. Like like visceral things that people have said that you're just like, wow, like that that was harsh. Like that was deep. Whether it's accurate or not is, is, is a different story, though. Like, personal stuff about me. Have you ever caught me masturbating in your bathroom? Have I ever kicked your dog? Like, just whatever you can think of that I <laughs> Oh, my God. I, I would never kick a dog. But I have masturbated okay. in strangers' bathrooms. But <laughs> as long as you didn't masturbate while kicking a dog. Like, that's... <laughs> your feet off the dog. I get you. <laughs> Roll bracket. Get you a many a list, my friend. Many a list. Oh God! Uh, leave a comment with whatever crazy, hurtful stuff people said to you, whether it's accurate or not. We would love to get some feedback about that. All right. So the next item uh, that is on the obituaries is motorcycle follow-up. Uh, last time that we that we spoke, uh, I had just finished the motorcycle exam, and due to uh, how we edit these things and uh, the timeline in which we post. Uh, I've actually been riding another motorcycle for a, about a month now? Since 2013, to be honest. We posted a long time ago. Um, and yeah, so not a lot of additional stuff here. Uh, matter of fact, now that I'm thinking about it, we may actually cut this segment out. Depends on uh, if it goes anywhere. If Mike gives me anything to, to work with here as, if- I, as I talk. I, I, I kind of don't know why we're even doing this right here. I I mean... No? I mean, go ahead. Let's see what comes of it. Been riding a motorcycle for about a month now. Um, Facebook Marketplace, of all places, uh, oddly uh, was a good place to go to find a relatively cheap bike while I fixed up that uh, the VX800, which is still a work in progress. So, found myself a... I think it's like a... Oh, wait, I actually have the title right here. That's convenient. <laughs> I don't know what I bought. Um, a Yamaha XJ600. So it's a four-cylinder motorcycle. Okay. I mean, I didn't, I, I didn't know they made four-cylinder motorcycles. Some random dude at a Wawa told me. I rolled up. He's like, oh, it's a nice bike. What is it? I'm like, uh... A Yamaha? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's six bikes combined into one, sir. <laughs> you know, listen, listen. With what this kid did to this bike, like, it's criminal. It looks post-apocalyptic. I mean, I guess, I guess. But I like, I like that. You know, I like Atomic Chic. It is Atomic Chic, okay? The problem is, so when I bought this, uh, he had changed out the, the, like, the cowling... Uh, there's no like side panels, so like, you just see like all the wiring. I guess that's part of like the post-apocalyptic look you're talking about. Uh, I was I was talking more about the frame and the way uh, everything's held together with like yeah, like the headlight is I believe is just like like two L brackets holding on a big light. <laughs> like it looks like he stole a street light and strapped it to the motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, holy shit! Yes, it, uh, yeah, that's exactly what it looks like, and. Unfortunately, it's not nearly as powerful enough. Like, it is not a good headlight. Like, I don't know why he bought this thing and put it on. It is, it is, uh, it's, it's weak. It is Derringer weak. 
Powerful week? Powerful week. Like, even with the high beam on, it just, like, you, you can see maybe, like, a couple feet in front of you. Like, it is not conducive for nighttime riding. Uh, like, I, like, well, like if, if I had to ride this thing on back roads with no, like, streetlights, I would be dead. Like, the, this, this headlight provides nothing. And, like, the coup de grace, the chef's kiss of this motorcycle is that the tachometer doesn't work. Neither does the speedometer. So I just have no clue how fast I'm going at any point. I mean, I suppose I could just like, you know, you know, finger in the mouth, you know, hold it up to the air and just kind of get a feel for it. Like, you know, like, you know, like or, old bike riders. Or like we discussed, or, you could get a bracket to mount your phone to the handlebars and get one of those GPS speedometer applications that are free. It's not a bad idea. Honestly, like after everything that the old man and I have gone through to try to get the other speedometer put on that he gave me again, this is all aftermarket stuff. Okay. But he also gave me an entire wiring harness that he got from another version of this bike. And the old man and I spent like a day, day and a half rewiring the entire bike to the point where, uh, after the first day of wiring up. Um, so I went there, like I got to the house and you know, I had all basic functions of the bike. After we were done rewiring the first bit of it, I had no brake lights, no turn signals, and I don't think even the headlight worked at that point. So, you know, just a few safety features were uh, inoperable after day one of trying to trying to rewire the whole damn thing. Are those are those necessary, Mike? I don't know. What? Turn signals, brake lights. Do you need those? I I've never found any use for them. That's why I didn't. That's why I had to say what. Um. I mean, if you drive at any point, at any time in New Jersey, like, you know, the obviously turn signals are optional. So, you know, what does it matter? Well, that's that's pretty much everywhere now. I, I've noticed that wherever I drive, like nobody does any. I, I, I guess COVID, everyone has officially just said, fuck it all. I'm looking out for number one. No turn signals. Well, that's not so much that. It's just we sort of. Everyone forgot our, you know, societal, social obligation, you know, we're just, even when I was out and about today, it's just like people in pajamas, you know, and it, it's, I mean, not that I have any room to talk about how anyone dresses, like. Or smells. What? Not cool, man. We're not leaving that in. <laughs> no, we're out of that. Jesus, man. Come on. I've got to keep that in. That's fucking mean. <laughs> There you go. There it is. The meanest thing anyone's ever said. <laughs> <laughs> we got to leave it in now. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Why did you say that? You tied it uh, back You know together. what? It occurred to me. I was like, this is a callback. Uh, the second I say it, this is set in stone and it's going to stay in the episode, but it's worth <laughs> it. And then fire away. So for the record, I only smell a little bit. <laughs> well, I think everyone smells a little bit. Um, so yeah, so that is a current uh, motorcycle follow-up. Um, got a bike, enjoying the hell out of it. Like I really, like I, I miss that, like that openness. I miss that 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 exhilaration. I miss that freedom. I'm not like dragging peg, which is a thing people say. I don't know. I guess that's a tight turn. Yes. Yeah. It's where you're oh, like yeah. you know really like lean into it. It's. It's a lot of fun, um, and uh, yeah, man, I I, sh I should take you out on the bike. 
I guess. Mm. I mean, sure. Like, I've never ridden a motorcycle before, but yeah. Have you? Yeah, sure. Oh, so you, so if I gave you a helmet, you'd be able to ride my bike? Yeah. Hmm. Just more incentive for me to fix up the VX800 a lot quicker. Ah, uh, hell, Satan's. Oh, shucky doogie. <laughs> so. <laughs> I have to empty my, empty my leaf bag. It is enjoyable. I miss it. Happy to be back on it. And I, I'm, I'm honestly a little, a little mad at myself for taking this long. A lot of people at work think I'm just having a midlife crisis. Well, you you had this bike forever. You, I mean, you could say that if you had just bought the one, but not having the other one from before. That would. Well, yeah, but a lot of people don't but. know that I used to own a bike, so they just see all of a sudden, you know, the HR manager just turned forty, and now he's riding up on a motorcycle. They're like, "Oh, okay, we know this story." <laughs> if you really want a cemented place, you should get a mohawk. I am thinking about dyeing my hair. That that. Ugh. That would be just as bad as a mohawk, depending on the color. I'm thinking like a dark indigo, like a midnight. Think about that. What do you think? Well, they do. They're, they're, Feria makes a, a black with blue highlights. I mean, don't don't like like okay like um like the the black with the blue. It's very subtle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, I guess you'd have to decide how much you want the blue to stand out. And again, it would go into that midlife crisis kind of thing if you you, you like although not not all that long ago i i did do like a like uh like sud like subtle um red highlights in my hair i remember that yeah i like that i thought it looked pretty good like only in the right light could you actually tell i think so but yeah motorcycle follow-up from the obituaries there you go so we have two more obituary announcements and then we'll move on to some new topics sound good Sure, why not? Awesome, awesome. I literally, literally just added one piece of, uh, like, one additional obituary as we were talking about the motorcycle thing. You said something, and it reminded me, and I want an update. Being that you mentioned it on the podcast last episode, I think the listeners deserve to know uh, if there's been any uh, movement on this front. Oh, you're talking about the the cashier? No, no, no. I haven't done anything with that. I, I, I started uh, kind of talking to a friend of mine from before, though. You remember that? Uh, it was like, I guess like four or five Fridays ago. Uh, I was talking to you, and I ended up, uh, while I was talking to you, I was also um, online, and I, I had caught up with a bunch of my old friends. You remember the night I, I'm talking about here? Computer enthusiasts. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I started talking to one of them, and like I actually met up with her, uh, I guess like four five nights ago and that was fine that was fun all right so so um really quick i want to jump to the cashier girl then we, then we i'm curious to hear about this I, I don't think i don't like, think she'd want me talking about her though so let's just leave it at that like i kind of started right, right. probably shouldn't even have said anything but but yeah that was uh, it was kind of fun so you're not going to pursue cashier girl in spite of her Again, going dude. out of her way to give her your number i probably not probably not it just no, it, again, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like it's just... Just what? I, I, I You know, again, if, if, I, if I squint really hard when I look at her and just forget everything I know prior, I can pretend she's 24. It's a great segue into Italy! <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I, I'm making a funny... Um, 
what do you call it? Uh, collage, not collage. Um, what do you call it when one photo skips to another? I forget the term off the top of my head. Uh, uh, a morph? No, 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 no. It's like when it he, skips or it morphs. Like, what do you mean? Like, here's skips? photo A, here's photo B. Like a slideshow, a slideshow. Sorry, I don't know why I couldn't think of that word for a second. A slideshow. Fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm making a slideshow of you and that the, that girl. It's it's gonna be kind of funny. It's only gonna be like eight photos long, but I AI it because it's. I don't want to ruin the gag. Okay, we'll save it for the website. Okay. You want to cut it out? I'll tell. Okay, cut out what? Cut. I'll tell you, but you got to cut it out of the episode. Okay. Dude! <laughs> oh my god! Wait, wait, what do you mean it looked like she was holding a p- Hold on. It's just the her and she's her? holding something. And I thought it was a p- Oh! Wait, you mean like that one? Uh, no, no, no. She's got like a wall behind her. Um, a wall behind her. It looked like she was maybe in a bathroom or something. I, I don't know... That? Yeah, that's the one. She's... Oh, oh my god, it looks like a... So, are we good? Yeah, yeah. So, one last part of the obituaries, and then we can move on to some topics. Like I said, that brings us to Italy. I am back from the boot country. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know what else to call it. Uh, the... The land of spaghetti and pizza? And yeah, th- th- those are American kind of... No, they're not. No, no, the original, the first ever pizza was made in Naples. And that is the only reason to go to Naples. Yeah, no, that I know. But like what, what most people associate with pizza is an American idea. Americanized. I mean, listen... Papa John's and Domino's and Pizza Hut are not really pizza. Well, I don't think Domino's is technically food. (laughs) Domino's delivers to your house. But it should go straight to the dumpster where it belongs. (laughs) Even they know they suck. Their last two ad campaigns pretty much like Domino's, we suck. Back from Italy was uh, spent a good chunk of time in Venice. Um, too much time in Venice, to be honest with you. It is not that big of a city. I think two days is probably more than sufficient for Venice. And in hindsight, I definitely should have planned that trip in a different sense. But I, I had the whole idea for I planned it all out in like a week and a half, two weeks. You know, just like, oh, I'm doing this because I want to go away for my birthday. I don't want to sit at home for when I turn 40. Next year we're gonna have we'll just have you committed for a couple days. I mean, forty-one. Who cares at that point? You know. Th- well, three or two year, you get forty-eight hours in the nut house. Listen, listen. Next year for for my birthday, I'm trying to figure out where I want to go next because I have two additional. I have two trips on the docket for next year. One of them being uh, Iceland. I'm supposed to go to Iceland with one of my friends that lives down in Texas. So we'll touch on that in the later one. Um, probably next year. Because we'll still be doing this, I hope. Depends on how editing goes for this episode. So, I had mentioned the the little ferry boat that goes between the airport and Venice last episode. Yeah, yeah. It is not just a little boat. It's an entire, like, they are water taxis. And they take, you know, 
10, 15 people across the uh, the bay at a time. Okay. And yeah, it, it was it was a lot it was a lot grander than I thought it was gonna be. Like, I, I thought it was just gonna be like a like a dude on a dinghy. <laughs> a really big gondola. <laughs> <laughs> just paddling the whole way through. He's like, oh this fucking American. Just singing to you in Italian. You know, I didn't do any gondola rides. Probably because I was in I was in Venice alone most of the time. So that just would have been sad. No. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's like, oh, here's all these romantic couples and sad solo Rob. Yeah. Um, but but I was not solo for the entire trip uh, because I have a complete lack of stranger danger. Our parents always encouraged us to go up to people, you know, with unmarked, you know, windowless vans when we were children. You know, but the best stranger candy- offers you a ride. I say take, take it. it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I met a wonderful young woman uh, named Rafa, uh, Rafaela, uh, who was just finishing up a month-long excursion of travel. Uh, she was just, I think she had visited like seven, eight countries. Uh, so I met this really like charismatic, like really wonderful, really, uh, really adventurous Brazilian girl on a bridge in Venice. And I'm like, that's an awesome story. Um, you know, complimented one of her tattoos and she just looks at like her, both her arms and she's just like, which one? Um, she had one that was a, uh, was like a heartbeat and like an airplane at the end. I'm like, boom, that's that I'm talking to this person because they got to love a travel. And, uh, we ended up talking for about four or five hours that night. Uh, told her that, you know, I was going to Rome the next day for my birthday. Um, and she's like, hey, are you meeting up with friends there? I'm like, no, just by myself. And she insisted that no one should be alone on their birthday. And she joined me. Like, she had just come from Rome, too. Um, so I walked her back to to, to, uh, to her place that she was staying, went back to mine. We met up at the train station at, like, 5.30 in the morning. I have a I have an incredible picture that I'm, I'm going to post to the website of, of the sunrise over Venice from my from my room i was staying at this really nice little airbnb i can give them a shout out on the uh, on the show notes uh it's like overlooking like the canal it's 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 far enough away from like the main city centers that you know it's it's quiet but you know like it's like a 20 minute walk to the main to like the main area of like um saint paul's like basilica so we met up at the train station went to rome awesome time got to see i mean i didn't get to see the coliseum because the way i travel is just like ah, you see what you see and you know to hell with the rest gorilla traveling yeah gorilla traveling i love it i'm a gorilla traveler so there was you had to buy tickets like weeks in advance so i just i just was not going to get into the coliseum in the old days you had to be forced into there <laughs> i mean i really just had to commit some crimes and then i got to uh, you know they would have sent me in there to fight some lions or something you know? so like, really, <laughs> there's, there's, there's ways in and there's ways in so we got to see the pantheon at least um which was it was this massive circular room with this uh, this opening in this in the ceiling, and this beam of light, like the beam of sunlight, would come in through the ceiling and would shine on different statues, and it would rotate throughout the room. So it was kind of it was kind of as if you were standing inside of a giant sundial. Wait, was it designed that way? I think so. Yeah, yeah, because like the, I mean, I, th- there had to be like a cover that they would put over it, otherwise it would just rain inside. But yeah, it was just this giant opening in the ceiling, and just the 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 beam of light would just travel across the room as as the day so went on. So essentially, the room in and of itself was a sundial, as you said. 
Yeah, yeah. You were you were essentially sitting inside of like a giant sundial with just um, just tapestries and paintings and statues and I mean, you know, it's 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 Rome, you know. So it just shit's just like everywhere. The empire. All roads, all roads lead there. Believe it or not, yeah. It's- well, now it's New Jersey, but yeah, back then it was Rome. So, all roads lead away from New Jersey, which in you as, know, as they should, as they should. So by two seconds, like she had not seen the Pantheon when she went last time, she just couldn't get in. Uh, got to see uh, the Trevi Fountain, which Trevi. is you know obviously obviously well known and famous for its uh, its role in the Futurama episode. Bitcoin, yeah, yeah, yeah. With with the Da Vinci bot, and uh, you so you know you're supposed to like flip flip a coin over your left shoulder into the Trevi Fountain, and that in that means uh, I think it means like you're supposed to like go back to Rome at some point. Just don't do it over your right shoulder, or else it co- collapses the the fabric of the universe. <laughs> it's reality collapse at the Trevi Fountain. So that was that was you know a glorious glorious time. Loved it, loved it. Rome was phenomenal. And got to do my birthday latte, which is a uh, a time honored tradition in my life. Every I try to do um, a a birthday latte in either like at least a new cafe every like every year, or try to make it really exotic. Like I've done birthday lattes in in Brussels, in Milan, Italy, and now I got to do one in uh, there was a there was a cafe. It was overlooking the Vatican. It was. It was just incredible. Uh, did not get to go into the Sistine Chapel. Again, tickets, guerrilla travel. But did get to actually go inside of um, St. Paul's Basilica. Yeah, yeah, St. Peter's Basilica was the one in Venice. So this was St. Paul's Basilica, which, okay. I mean, these these buildings, these structures are just, like, they're ungodly huge. Yeah, that's one of those things people don't really, you know, you don't get the scale of that just from, you know, seeing it on TV or in photos or, you know, now, monumental like, I, I, undertaking, like building these things. Like, you know, yeah, and, and seeing them, it's like, hmm, it's weird. weird. <laughs> <laughs> aliens, aliens. So oh, I was going more for hairless pets. You don't remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there it is. <laughs> I just there were areas that we would just we just kept walking around and it felt as though we were walking in circles, but it was just all stuff that we just had not seen. Just walking around this place, like it was just it was beyond the scope of what you can comprehend, both in terms of just Scale. sheer square footage of the of the area and just height of this place, which is massive. I I I am gonna post some pictures of some of the you know some of the travels. That I Did had you? throughout Italy. So yeah, that was a uh, uh, you know so that was that was the adventures through Rome, and you know I guess I got to spend the whole day with this wonderful wonderful young woman, um, you know who went out of her way to uh, spend some time with with a guy turning forty on his birthday, uh, so he, so he wasn't alone on it, and it was great. It was a wonderful wonderful experience. I keep I keep hoping this is going to turn into a born identity type story, but <laughs> it's like Rob alone in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> forgets his me- his memory disappears you know like keep oh my god it's jason born jesus christ that's jason born 
so, you know, we were walking back to the train station and, you know, like, you know, we both had different trains to catch. She was heading to Florence and I was heading back to Venice. And, you know, we had, you know, we had a wonderful time. So I asked her, you know, what are you doing in Florence tomorrow? She said, nothing. I don't have any plans until the next day. So I pitched the idea of, hey, you know, tickets to Florence are only like 50 bucks. You want to do this again? She said, sure. So we spent the next day in Florence. So I went back up to Rome, uh, back up to Rome, back up to Venice, just take a train back down to Florence. Um, from Venice to Rome, it was like a three and a half hour train ride, which isn't really like, it's not bad. Like yeah. that's a day trip to Rome. Uh, it was like a hundred bucks round trip. Glorious, super fast train, posh. Like it was relaxing. It was smooth. It was quiet. They had coffee. It was great. Yeah, not like here, right? Great. People, th- people think this is like the you know, <laughs> what was it? Uh, my one friend said it's like uh, he he's European. He's like, you know, he's like most Americans don't know this, but we kind of look at your country as a third world nation in a shiny wrapper. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that reminds me of some of the stuff that I heard about. Um, like there, I think we might have mentioned this on another episode, uh, like early on. Um, there are commercials that exist in other countries like Germany. Like I've seen these, uh, you can find them on YouTube. Oh, we could post one where it's, it's essentially like asking people to donate money to hungry kids in our country because we can't take care of our people. Like, yo, that's embarrassing. Like that's the perception. But yeah, third world country in a shiny wrapper. Love it. Love it. That is not the title of this episode. <laughs> so, next day, Florence, not near as nice as Rome, but you know it wasn't without its its flair. There was a lot of stuff to to be seen uh, involving like Michelangelo. Uh, there was this wonderful, wonderful um, bridge that has like all these like little like boutique shops and stuff. And the the story behind this bridge. Uh, is you know it's fascinating because during World uh, World War II, uh, one of Hitler's generals was ordered to blow up the bridge, but because he just loved the city of Florence so much and he loved this bridge so much, he just didn't listen, and he just never did it. So the bridge, uh, while all the other bridges were demolished during during the war, uh, this bridge is still uh, the original bridge from when it was originally built. Disobeying um, an order out of love of architecture. I've never heard that before. I like it. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's a good reason to disobey your commanding yeah. officer. Yeah. Especially if it's, well, you know. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, and, you know, we, uh, like, you know, it was really, like, we we ended up going up this, oh God, I'll have to pull it up. It was this bell tower. Uh, let me see if I can pull this up here. Uh I haven't touched my keyboard in a while. Uh, Yo, I've been so spoiled by, like, okay, I thought it was ridiculous when I first heard it that there are kids that can't use keyboards. Like, teenagers going into their mid-20s because they're so so used to touchscreens. When I sat down at um, uh, an actual desktop with a conventional keyboard the other day, I had, like, three minutes where I had to, like, kind of remember everything about just using a conventional keyboard and like reorient yourself interesting yeah it took me a minute it was weird 
So the name of the bell tower was Giotto's Bell Tower. I was like, I feel like five, 600 steps high. Did you claim sanctuary? You had to when you got to the top. Okay, so first off, all right, let's talk about the time I went to Italy. Like, time of the year. End of August. It was in the middle of a heat wave. There was not a single day that w- that it was cooler than about 95 degrees. Okay. It was hot. It was humid. It was sweltering. It was unbearable. I mean, I had a wonderful time every friggin' day. But at the end of every day, like, you could wring my shirt out. Like, I never drank so much water in my damn life because of how much I sweat during, like, just walking around. Like, you would walk, like, I would leave my Airbnb at, like, 7 a.m. And it would, like, the humidity, like, you, it was, like, it was, like, wading into a pool of just moist air. Oh, yeah, you just go outside and hit you in the face, yeah. Oh, my God. It was horrific. But, I mean, everyone else was sweating. No one seemed to care. And I'm like, this is this is pretty awesome. No one gave a crap. It was wonderful. So we got to the top of this bell tower. And it was all just steps. There was no lift. So you had to climb, like, every flight of these steps. And you had to pay for the privilege of this. Well, you have to pay for a gym membership. How's that different? Huh. I guess not much. I mean, at least here, at least actually, I think this one's this is better then because you get to experience some history and architecture. Are, are oh. you saying the people who designed Planet Fitness like didn't take that into account? How presumptuous. Moving on. <laughs> I don't Planet Fitness is where I go. So it was you know so so after the bell tower you know we just you know hit up a couple of restaurants. Um, obviously, you know, pizza, pasta, Ooh, this is something you could go into any place and just ask for a beer. Like it was like some sort of eighties movie. Don't give, don't tell them what type you just walk in and say, give me a beer. They would give you a beer. Didn't ask what type, nothing. Just boom. Here's a cold one. And it was phenomenal beer. It was great. I think it was like piano, like Pianco or something. I'll have to pull it up. But it was it was wonderful. I loved it. Like I like I like first day I was there. I went to a restaurant. Guy's like, you "Want a beer?" I'm like, "Yes." He's like, "I'll be right back." Came back with a beer. I'm like, "So I'm a bitch." That was great. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So uh, so you know we we went to uh, like there's uh, this area in Florence called uh, Michelangelo's Gardens. Uh, it was like these waterfalls and um, these art sculptures. There's this really like cute restaurant at at at, at the top of this thing. Again, sweltering. Um, and it was just such a phenomenal, phenomenal time. Should have shot some videos like you were a news correspondent and just like, you know. Dateline Venice! Not what I meant, <laughs> but like, you know, just like, you know, you shoot them like somebody making like a, like a TikTok kind of deal. Like a newsreel. <laughs> yeah, black and white, you know, you're dressed as like a reporter from the 30s. You know, hat with like a little press card in there, you know? Yeah. Hitler's joined up with Mussolini. The troops are marching through Venice. Go get them, boys. Oh, wait, wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we, we traipsed around Florence for a bit more, um, saw a couple more things, and it was, um, you know, we, we ended things at this really cute cafe with some, you know, uh, like iced coffees, gelato, 
you know, it was it was cute. You know, we ended up going into this really uh, into like this nice um, like leather maker shop in Florence, okay. and um, I got like uh, got like these like matching bracelets made to commemorate this nice time that we had together. Like it was it was it was fun. And I don't want to get into it just right now because, you know, we've been talking for over an hour and we do have some other stuff to discuss. But like th- this trip, this trip has like it has it's changed me. Oh, wait, you weren't in Paris. Never mind. I was going to say you didn't get bitten by a werewolf, did you? No, <laughs> that'd be cool. <laughs> You'd no, be a it, sweet it, werewolf. Like it's it, it lit something. It lit something in me. That like it was like that that fire was kind of dying a little bit. A course of antibiotics and you'll be okay. Jesus Christ, Mike! I'm trying to like say something meaningful here. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> so the trip did something. Like I said it, it 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 rekindled something in me. Some like it wasn't even like my longest trip. It wasn't my most like it, it wasn't the longest trip. It wasn't the, my most involved trip. Well, length length in that has nothing to do with it. It just comes down to a, a moment. Really, and that's all it takes for what you're. I, I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, like I don't want to attribute it all to to meeting this girl Rafa, but it kind of kind of was. Well, a key factor element, sure. Yeah, like 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 she she travels all over the place. She is like she was traveling alone for a month. Like she's fearless. And like she works for a couple months, she gets to travel all the time. Like she's lived in all these other countries. Like that's where all the ta- other tattoos were. She had like little tiny tattoos of different places she's she's lived in. And it was just, it it, it was awe inspiring. Nomadic lifestyle is actually pretty fun. Yeah. So, you know, I like I said, I don't want to get into it right now. Um, I, I'd be I'd be comfortable talking about it next episode because I got some things in the works. You got the nuts and but, bolts, but the pieces aren't all there. Yeah, but it was it was it was a wonderful experience. Venice was, you know, I wanted to, like I hated it when I first got there. I, like it was it was difficult to traverse. You know, like you can't just walk across the road. I mean, unless you're Jesus, you know, like everything was just bridges. You know, like you know, like there's no bikes. You can't have a bike in Venice. There's no roads. What, what about one of those like get a swan boat? <laughs> this is my Venice swan boat. <laughs> Yeah, like everything was just the canals. It's just if you if you didn't get around by uh, by boat, like you just got around by feet. Like that was it. It was it was an interesting situation. It was an interesting city. And uh, in the end, I walked away. Uh, I walked away in love with Venice. I loved it. And uh, people say that it smells. People say that it that that it floods. I mean, if it does, I wasn't there for any of that. It didn't flood when I was there. It didn't smell bad at all. It was it was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. Um, I would, I would, I would, I would go back in a heartbeat. I would go back and I would go back in a heartbeat to to, to Venice. Um, I would, like I said, I would plan the trip different. I'd do like two days in Venice, like a day in Florence, two days in Rome. Go well, down to Pisa, and, and it, probably, it, 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 probably it check out like Pompeii and then like fly home from good. like southern Italy. But I didn't do it that direction, which is fine. You know, it just means I can do like the southern part of Italy and then. Uh, do like the ferry over to Greece, which is a trip that I have been coveting for a while. It was great. And I look forward to seeing how my life changes now because of it. So I got a I got a birthday gift from someone, um, so like a, a, a friend of mine. She handed me a bag 
And inside this bag were a couple of items. And I'm just like, I'm taking stock of what was in this bag. And I look at her and I'm just like, holy shit. You really do listen to this dumb fucking podcast that we make. Inside the bag. Oh, actually, you know what? Hold on. Oh, boy. This is never good when he does this. Okay. So inside the bag were about seven boxes of these. Oh, God. <laughs> A box of Entenmann's Donuts, which I have eaten since. Um... A music box from The Legend of Zelda. That's that's pretty sweet. Hold on. How cool is that? It's got a creepy beauty to it. Yeah. And, because I guess at some point I mentioned it, she got me this massive container of Andy's mints. <laughs> she must have listened to everyone to get all that. She was she was uh she was traveling. Uh, she was visiting a family member and she said that the only thing that kept her from not murdering her her uh, her the person she was visiting was our just was us. Was our podcast. Like she binged every episode. Cool. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Sweet. We we broke her brain. <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know maybe i can sh- that's what this whole thing is designed to do just don't listen to 10 in a row and your brain will be fine but if you hit like nine and three quarters and above yeah you're 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 pretty much a you know yeah like she a said science project mentally like she definitely. told me that she listened to everyone like back to back to back and i'm like i'm like you poor thing like your brain must t- must have turned to bubble gum like are you okay but no, like, like it was, it was absolutely wonderful. I was beyond touched. Um, I might shoehorn this in somewhere, um, but like it was, it was sweet, you know that, um, that like she went out of her way, like you know, obviously nobody got me candy. Son of a bitch. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's still pretty awesome. Plus, she doesn't know who I am. What's she gonna do? <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of like a like an asymbiotic kind of like relationship, you know, like uh, like you know, I, I guess in some way she does know you. You know, like, think about I, the stuff we yeah, talk I mean, about. Honestly, I've probably said more personal things about myself here than I say to most people that know me in real life, like, for years and years and years. There's probably more of it here. Well, you you know why that is, right? Because I'm very secretive. Because it's just us here. Like, there's no one else here. It's just us, man. Just us talking. Yeah, except, you know, we put it out for the world to hear. And I say that, you know, I say all this stuff knowing that that will happen at some point. So it's not like, you know, I'm not getting fooled. Yeah, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> no, it was, um, it was cool. It was cool. It was really awesome. And uh, to, to your friend, I will say I'm not fishing for free candy. And thank you for listening. That's really sweet. <laughs> and, and to go through all of like, literally like listening to all that and getting all those little things. That was an epic gesture. Yeah, I was, uh, I was touched. And especially like with everything going on, you know, with all the stress I'm dealing with right now. You know, to just sit here and be able to just like down handfuls of Andy's mints, you know, it's good times. Yeah, why you sit in the, why, you know, download handfuls of candy mints and, you know, drink beer and cry in the dark. It's, it's you know, it's fun. Or maybe that's just me, but all right. I love being an adult. Right? It was, I was so stoked when it happened for real. <laughs> <laughs> I 
has it happened? Because I don't feel it yet. Um, dude, no, no. There's no, there's no, you know, it's like, what's his name said in Fight Club? It's like, I'm not a man, I'm a 30-year-old boy. <laughs> you know, that that's, that's something that, it's something that a lot of people I talk to feel right now. Is that well? No, there there are no okay traditional, like what we thought of as like men. That that's not really a thing anymore. No, 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 I mean, no. At least not in the. I wasn't gonna say they feel like men. I, oh, I was gonna right. go like a level above that. Like I talk to people who are in you know their late thirties, early mid forties, and they're just like, I still don't really feel like an adult. Yeah, well, that's kind of what I meant. I didn't mean men, men. I meant like adult. No. Okay, 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 okay. That's not. That's not like really. You know, we we there was never any sort of like I guess like a graduating sort of moment like most people have. You know, it's like this is where we get married. This is where we get a family. This is where we get the big promotion. And you know, we don't have those conventional uh, sort of stepping stones really anymore. Those um, I guess promotional periods. We don't we don't really get those. Uh, in this day and age not in the same sense at least not all at once and so it feels like a monumental step okay so, uh, so towards i want to challenge you on adulthood. that though. i want to challenge you on that though because like i got the house i did the marriage i got like a career and i still don't feel it and the people i talk to well, are like they also have like homes careers you know spouses children and they still don't feel like they're like they're adults. Maybe maybe it was always a fiction. I don't know because like if you that that like like you talked to like I'm the wrong. previous generation and like they they never complained about this. They never felt as though they hadn't grown up yet. They didn't. They 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 they, hmm. they felt that they were adults. And again, it was sort of that one. Maybe maybe it was sort of like. I don't know. Again, maybe it never existed in the first place, and it's something that you kind of, you, you know, you look back through the nostalgia filter and you see that as the defining moment, and then you relate to it after the fact. I think one of the most troubling things that I am, like, that, that I kind of, like, realized, maybe, I don't know, I think probably, like, my early 30s, is that, like, even the grown-ups are just making it up as they go. Well, nobody's ever got it all figured out. That That's like, even people, like, the people who have, you know, the least of it together are the people who act like they have the most of it together. Those are the people who are really freaking the fuck out and have no clue what's going on. Mm-hmm. Okay, magic bullet. Magic bullet. Okay, do we have the article? It was New York Times over the weekend. Uh, uh, let's do a Google search here. JFK assassination witness breaks silence. Well, okay. For starters, was it was it the FBI guy or the Secret Service guy? Because I remember the photos that they showed of the Secret Service guy. He um was actually like behind Kennedy. Mike, he... Mike, let's do an introduction to the piece we're about to talk about. Okay, so we all know there was a guy named JFK. Yeah, right? I'm, I'm I'm familiar with this guy. <laughs> Is the jacked guy that's that 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 that's that's in that's in you know in office right now, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, 
one of the Secret Service people who was actually in Dallas the day that John F. Kennedy was assassinated. Uh, they, they've always hinged this theory on the uh, what happened to him on this magic bullet theory because it hit him and then the guy next to him and then rattled around the guy next to him like Pac-Man and then came out of that guy and they found it in the car just chilling on the seat and none of that story I don't know never jived but anyway oh, wait they actually like wait I didn't know that I didn't know they actually found the bullet yeah the guy who came forward was the one who supposedly found the bullet and then put it next to uh, Kennedy on the stretcher in the hospital which is the oh. end of that uh, yeah, yeah, I that see movie. it in the article. I see it in the article. Yeah. In the ensuing case, he claims he picked up the bullet that was lodged in the backseat of the car where Kennedy had been sitting and placed and placed it on the president's hospital stretcher for investigators. Huh, did not know that. All right, continue. Right. Um, anyway, well, now he's saying that, you know, because even in that in that movie, what was it, the Oliver Stone thing? Or who made that? Who made the JFK? Was it Oliver Stone? I want to say Oliver Stone. Uh, you know what? Uh, I believe it was. Um, this was the this was the famous like yeah. Uh, the one with like uh, Kevin Costner and stuff. Uh, Oliver Stone drama. Yes, it was. It was literally just called JFK. That was like one of the minute uh, moments that like towards the end of the movie where you actually see that bullet on the stretcher and all that stuff. Yo, this is an all star cast. Like, I'm sorry, like to interject here, but like, listen to this. Like, Jim Garrison, Kevin Costner, Gary Oldman. Tommy Lee Jones, Donald Sutherland, and John Candy? And Joe Pesci! Kevin Bacon? Wayne Knight's in it, Mike! Hey, you never seen that? Seriously? It's a good movie. If you've never seen it, you should watch it. Really? Oh my god, it's three and a half hours long. Now, now just, just, just for the listeners, uh, like... Well, that, okay, that, okay, remember, that's the director's cut with the additional footage. I was, I was, just, I was, I was just gonna say, <laughs> like, like for, the, for, for, the, for the listeners who may not be familiar with this at all this is the you know if you've ever seen the back and to the left like the warren commission stuff back into the, the left like that that is that that was this movie right yeah yeah okay cool, cool okay continue continue all right so anyway so now he's saying that it didn't you know it kind of didn't happen like that and he's sort of changing his story a little bit and again remember i told you the other day i was like any theory that literally has to use the word magic to make it work like <laughs> it's the magic bullet theory it's like oh yeah we just bought that for 50 years you know it's like magic bullet <laughs> it's enchanted you know like what? come on really but it's it's bullet oh so not bullet oh sa <laughs> <laughs> Bulletosa. <laughs> okay, so so what exactly, like what exactly does this mean well, for the original for, for the original story? Basically, that it's nonsense because he's saying that he heard what he thought was a firecracker and he turned around and it wasn't and like even even like the original like. Uh, as far as like it, it pertained to like angles of trajectory and you know the. Yeah, cause, okay, because supposedly he was shot from that book depository, right? So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the bullet that entered into him would have naturally been going uh, at a downward angle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That makes sense. But everything, take, everything they took out of him was going up. Going up? Yeah, upward trajectory. I forget so what angle, w- but it was upward. So what, he was like shot from like someone under the car? Well, like, like, how the hell would that work? Okay, again, you know, when a bullet enters you, it, it does kind of just, once it hits something solid, it can change course. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, okay, I would imagine we're looking something more along the lines of uh, on the same 
level, you know, like maybe somebody. Yeah, maybe. Okay, like that book depository thing, there's no way that it came from that high up and, you know, would have been at that angle. But um, there's people who could explain this way better than me. Uh, But anyway, yeah, the guy. Well, well, you know, you know, because like a chronicler here, Mike. Okay, like we're just reading like off an article from the New York Times and New York Post. Anyway, basically, basically, the guy was saying the official story was always nonsense. But I question this because he, this guy could have come forward at any point in time. Okay. So so your question is, like, why why now? I think he's being told to kind of... Okay, I don't think his story's not true. I think his story's true. But I think he, he was told, okay, now you can tell it. Because he says himself he was never even interviewed by the Warren Commission. There's no way that's true. They interviewed everyone that was even... Like, if you were within, you know, five miles... Of that scene on that day, they interviewed you. I want like, full cavity searches <laughs> all around. Go deep. Go deep. deep. I want full cavity searches. Everyone, go deep on them. Okay, but 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 I'm still I'm still curious as to what this means. So so he, him coming forward, saying like you know what other you know either you know told he could or or what have you. He's saying that this is like this refutes the lone gunman and that there was someone on like the legendary grassy knoll well i don't know if that was brought up specifically but uh just that you know uh what's his name was always a patsy do you remember the person who assassinated him Do you remember what his name was <laughs> i almost said john wilkes booth but i would that was just so we could fucking oh no john wilkes booth <laughs> yes john wilkes booth is is He's also the Highlander. Yeah. <laughs> John Wilkes Booth travels through time assassinating presidents. <laughs> this is, it's a terrible, terrible premise for a show. <laughs> I was going to say, he, he his, his first hit was Caesar. So <laughs> the gun that shot knives. <laughs> <laughs> okay so why are we talking about this why like what piqued your interest with this story okay because the official story never made sense and you know even the term conspiracy theory was created to pretty much discredit anyone who's like hey by the way um everything you're saying doesn't add up like the whole your whole thing no no, that's there's no way. And th- again, there are people who have spent their entire lives focused on just investigating this. There are people that have like run down people who were like degrees and degrees and degrees separated from Lee Harvey Oswald, you know, and people who talk about like him meeting with this person or this person and this person. And it's like, and that led up to this. And, you know, all this stuff that, you know, uh, again, the Warren Commission was just like, oh, we don't know. So go okay. So so you just said like they run people down. You mean like literally like run them down in cars? No, track them down. Okay, okay. Sorry, just and then I hear like run them down. I'm like, good lord, like you know. I meant running down leads in that sins of the fathers. Much jeez. No, 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 no. Um, right. But yeah, there's again this whole story never made any sense. Like, and, and this and this whole thing was um, this whole story. Of the magic bullet uh, ricocheting around was was um, was was recreated uh, in its entirety, accurately I might I might add by Keith Hernandez in the episode of Seinfeld. 
Oh, yeah, the loogie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, did, you, did I send you that tweet that uh, RFK put out? Uh, no, but there is also, an, uh, in the uh, New York Post article that I'm looking at, it says, See also, uh, RFK Jr. repeats claim that the CIA killed his uncle, JFK. Is that what you're about to talk about? Uh, yeah. I did send you the tweet. I could have sworn I sent it to you. Never, man. You send a lot to me. Hey, and like yesterday I, was I, yesterday. I did that. That was the, you know. I was like, you know what? I haven't gone on a crazy rant in like two weeks. I've given him a break. I was like, okay. <laughs> can't well, can't well think. Uh, can't well think anything different. Uh, I didn't want you to think I forgot about you. RFK doubled down Monday night on his claim that the CIA was behind the assassination of his uncle, President John F. Kennedy. The and uh, well, uh, you can't say that about his dad specifically. But wait, oh, wait, I'm, g- I'm about to read something here, and I'm going to be completely honest with you. I did not know this. Go for it. Go. He, I, I, I knew he was a, he was like a presidential candidate. He's a Democratic presidential candidate. Yes. I did. I thought he was. I thought he was a conservative one. No. What do you think I went red team? I've been ranting and raving pro RFK for like a while now. I don't know. You you you're very hard to read sometimes. You you don't like you 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 relish in the fact that you don't fall into any sort of like specific category or box or not. So, like you're the wild card. No, but yeah, RFK's a lifelong democrat, man. Huh. As a matter of fact, there's something we got to talk about in relation to that if you want to. I don't want to get too political, but it's just something that I couldn't – it was so outlandish that I couldn't believe it was true. Mm. Uh, but go ahead. Go ahead. You know, uh, you know, he's saying that this is – you know, it's, it's, all, it's all bull that the CIA did this. Although why? Like what was the story behind this? Like was this like the whole like failed Bay of Pigs attempt? Uh, that was one of the reasons. Because he didn't want to do that in the first place. I always thought the story was they had him killed because JFK wanted to release the secret and the truth about aliens. I thought we were just going to come full circle here. What? No. no. I mean, that. yeah, but no, not, it wasn't all of it. Huh. So they had multiple reasons to kill this guy. Yeah, they, they, never, they wouldn't make a decision like that based on one thing. You can, you can deal with one. You can deal with one thing. They've toppled governments for far less. Yeah, sometimes they do it just because it's Tuesday and they're bored. <laughs> uh, is that a, was that a, was that a Street Fighter reference? I don't think so. For you, the day Bison graced your village was the most important day of your life. But for me, it was Tuesday. It's a great line. It's a great line. It's a legendary line from Raul Julia. Raul Julia. Oh, he was so great. Interesting. I'm wonder. I'm, I'm curious to see if this um, if this picks up traction and becomes anything. I was surprised the New York Times ran with it. I'll be honest with you. Okay. So I give you a lot of shit about your conspiracy theories. Well, yeah, you're supposed to. Yeah, you're supposed to. Like, like you know, we we that that's part of the joy of this. Like, I give you a lot of shit for the conspiracy theories that you follow. But I believe this one. Well, I, I also like to sift out the bullshit from the fact. That's, you know, and, and unfortunately to do that, you kind of, 
you can't go you got to go in with a healthy level of of skepticism when it comes to anything but at the same time you can't write off anything so at least not out the gate out of the gate so you gotta you know you gotta approach it with a little bit of a you can't just take everything you got to take some things in stride but yeah that the the term conspiracy theory was invented literally this was like the progenitor like this was the 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 alpha (laughs) the the first yeah. Well, not the first, but the, the how that term was invented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty sure this conspiracy theory is prior to this, but but the but the term Again, the, the, the original one goes back to um, to Caesar, the the magic knife theory. <laughs> magic knife theory. <laughs> I mean, we all know, you know, John Wilkes Booth traveled back in time. <laughs> John Wilkes Booth. Yeah. No, 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 no. Actually, no, he would be a time traveler because he's the Highlander. So he's just he's just always been. I liked time travel. Uh, yeah, that's true. But time traveler is better. That would make a great movie. <laughs> time traveling, <laughs> time, time traveling assassin of fucking world leaders. Oh god! <laughs> Someone's gonna steal that. I guarantee you. Three years from now, that we're gonna see a preview, and that's gonna be the premise. Well, luckily, we have the podcast as a time capsule, so we can argue that. We could say no, like that was our idea. Like they stole it, and we want, we want, you know, we want some. <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't say that word. <laughs> that's not the word. That's not the word I meant to say. So the, we, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Rob. I was like, oh, don't, 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 son of a bitch. <laughs> um. No, so so we we have the podcast as a time capsule to show that hey, we had this idea first, okay, and we can kind of you know demand some compensation. For uh, for them stealing our residuals idea. is what you meant residuals residuals, <laughs> residuals okay so I demand some residuals for the time traveling John Wilkes Booth going through time killing world leaders that's our idea okay that was copyrighted copyrighted 2023 Dead Man on Podcast this episode is going to be all caps just the name of it's going to be oh no comma John Wilkes Booth exclamation <laughs> Episode. Stop fishing for episode titles, man. I think it writes itself. <laughs> oh no, time traveling John looks Oh my god, I, I didn't mention the fact that I'm going to Germany with the old man on the episode. I think you should not. Yo, we already mentioned Hitler twice. You want to talk about <laughs> that in the same episode? <laughs>